Hello and welcome to the e-commerce playbook podcast. My name is Andrew Ferris. Thanks for joining me once again today on the show. I'm going to tell you about a business that I lucked into over the last month or so. I got to do a deep dive on this business and and found something that I think could be a crucial data point for not only this business, but for a lot of businesses right now related to how much you are spending on Facebook. It is a fact that brands are pulling back on Facebook spend. And if if this business that I looked at um, is anything like many others, they shouldn't be. The return on their Facebook ads is better than many businesses think, and they should be spending more money. I'm gonna tell you what I saw, why I think it's relevant to you. Hang in, this could be actually a crucial episode for understanding the value your business could be creating, driving from paid ads, uh, and and where your money is going, um, how your growth is happening. Just, I, this, this could be a huge, huge deal. It was for this company, I expect it to be ongoing for this company, it could be for you. Um, stay tuned. So let me let me give you a little context into the story I'm about to tell. So um, I had I I had this project that I was working on for Common Thread Collective. So you know if you've been listening to the show that in my role currently as a essentially an e-commerce strategy freelancer consultant, um, I have a couple clients in the non-CTC world, but I also have some CTC clients. Um, and um, and there's a couple different engagements that I that I have with CTC clients, but one of those that's really fun for me, I love doing this, is is an offering that we have um, called Expert Strategy. And the idea of Expert Strategy is basically that I look, I take about a month, and I look as deeply as I can into a brand's business, and you pay a one-time fee, and um, and I go and I deep dive into this business and just do everything I can to go figure out what is happening, what's the state of the business, make some recommendations about what to do next. And so um, a client came to CTC and said, hey, we want this, we want expert strategy. And um, and and so I'm servicing the project right now. So it's super fun. I love doing this kind of work. I get to work really closely with smart people, um, founders, et cetera. And there's a couple things here. One of them is just, of course, bringing my background in e-commerce and, and using that like I, I would in any situation like that. Uh, and then making some recommendations, that's great. Uh, but then also we plug the business into Statless. If you don't know Statless, Statless is our um, proprietary, is CTC's um, software. It's not proprietary, I guess you can, because you can, I think you can get access to it now. I think it's open um, for anyone to buy um, access to Statless. But um, Statless is basically a one-stop shop for all, uh, for all e-commerce metrics in one place. It's got amazing stuff. It's a breakdown of Facebook performance. Like one thing I love is that you can, um, when you're looking at a brand's Facebook performance, you can um, split out all these different attribution windows, uh, you know, default attribution versus um, one day click versus seven day click versus, um, so, you, so you can get rid of view attribution entirely. You can um, you can actually use the Facebook dashboard, but then plug in Google Analytics last click revenue instead of Facebook's revenue reporting, uh, measure a bunch of stuff, see how it compares just to new customer revenue all in one spot. It's really cool. Um, so there's that, you know, there's all kinds of LTV data. Um, I mean, there's, it's endless. There's there's all kinds of stuff you can do in Statless. It's really cool. So expert strategy works great because a client comes to us and says, um, and says, hey, can you look at our business? And we say, sure. We bring not only kind of, you know, in my case, my own sort of background expertise, but also um, have this tool that I can work with that really helps do kind of an analysis like that. Um, so Statless, by the way, if, if you've never looked at it, go go, go look at it. Statless, S-T, S-T-A-T-L-A-S dot I-O. It'll be in the show notes. Um, but Statless is, um, 
it, um, but that allows us to, to get this one-stop shop kind of look. This client came and said, hey, our performance is hurting. We're thinking about raising money. Um, and I would like to know two things. One of them is, what do you see in our performance? Give me your next steps if you were running my, my business e-commerce. Um, and all the insights you can built off, of, built off of sort of what you see in our business subjectively, but also built off of this data set. And especially with the focus, of course, on how data is driving that. And then at the same time, um, if you, in sort of the way this is custom tailored, because it's a one-off project, like we're, we're able to sort of custom tailor this for a client's needs. Um, and so this client said, I'm looking to raise, help me make the pitch. So like look into my data and help me get a pitch deck together basically so that I can sort of make the case that this, that my company is worth investing in. And, um, and so I said, sure, that's super fun, right? Like I'm, I'm going to be really excited if this client can then go and like actually raise money off of this project. I think it's really cool. And there were some struggles. There were, there were a bunch of things going on. So, um, so that, so I did that. I got to deliver that. And, um, man, it was a fascinating bit of work to do. Um, because, it reflected something that I see in the broader market. And this is where this becomes something much broader than just this one business. Um, among the, the things that I saw in this business was, it's a really healthy business overall, by the way. Um, revenue was growing. It went from like 6 million in revenue a couple of years ago uh, to 12 million to 17 million. And it did that while only increasing from like one to 2 million in ad spend and actually sat, it was like one, two, 2.6 or something like that. So revenue was vast, uh, growth, revenue growth was vastly outpacing, um, was vastly outpacing ad spend, which is a really good sign, right? In econ business, that's, that's a really good sign of health. And, um, and what I could also see very easily was the, um, the way that was happening both for new customers and returning customers. In fact, I could pull back all the way to 2016 when this business started and see that customers from way back then were actually still adding value over time. Um, so we could see sort of how these customer groups, these customer cohorts were growing in revenue over a very long period of time, but they weren't growing particularly quickly in value. So they, so it's actually a perfect case for raising money because what you need then is runway. Um, and, and so as those customers grew in value over time, it was creating a cash challenge for this business. Plus, um, plus, and this is the thing that speaks more broadly, they had seen a massive decline in their Facebook ad performance in the last, uh, you know, same period of time everybody else has, basically the last year since iOS 14. Um, and, and especially in the last six months, so far as I could tell, they'd seen some real decline. And all the way to the point where they had actually shut off their ads in January and February completely and just said, forget it, we're done. We're not going to spend on this anymore. Now, that is really interesting, right? Because if you've been in an e-commerce business, you have probably wondered about doing this. It's like a really scary thing to do, but um, it's, it's like this really fascinating idea because you kind of wonder like, what would happen to my revenue if I literally just shut off my ad spend? Because the ultimate test of the value of your ad spend, of course, is not what any dashboard tells you, but the ultimate test is whether or not your revenue goes away. <laughs> um, and so we could see really clearly in this data, I could see really clearly in this data, what happened to the revenue when Facebook spend went away. Um, you know, I had plenty of historic data, historic revenue data to deal with, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and here's the thing, if you were to look at their, um, their business sort of like, 2021, you know, before iOS 14, even on a seven-day window, you know, sort of face what is currently Facebook standard attribution, seven-day click, one-day view, um, they their their uh, 
their ROAS sat between, this company's ROAS sat really comfortably between like say a 2.3 and a 2.9, just depending on the month and seasonality and whatever and how much you're spending. You know, there's a couple little outliers there, but basically that's where they were, 2.3 to 2.9 on a seven-day window. You know, you look at that and if you know that like 28-day attribution is a real thing and value is actually being created over more time, that's pretty comfortably above most months above a three ROAS in terms of the true value of that spend. And for this company, that's a really important number because they're existing at like a 30 to 35% margin, pretty low uh, margin overall. Um, but that's in part because this company sells not only their own first party uh, private label products, but they sell quite a few, quite a bit of retail products. So their private label products, much higher margin, their retail third party projects, which is, a, is actually the largest portion of their business. They're fun, first and foremost, a retailer. Um, that company, uh, that part of their business was lower margin. So, um, so they really needed to be around a three or better to be anywhere near profitable on first purchase. But what happened in April was that, um, they started seeing ROAS consistently below a two, like really kind of hovering a one, around a one and a half here and there getting up above a two, but really mostly one and a half or even worse. And that made them go, Oh goodness, we are in trouble. And that ended up leading to that shutdown of the spend. Um, now that's really interesting, right? Because like I said, you could then see very clearly what happened to the revenue and what happened to the revenue is it went away. Uh, and it went away, not, not necessarily immediately. Um, in fact, January and February, they were okay months overall, but over the next couple months following that, they really struggled and, and, and January and February were down months relative to the previous year. So, um, so, and even when they turned their back, their spend back on in March and April was a very low spend. So they barely even really turned it on. And essentially what happened is that in Q1 2022, they, they really hurt. They really moved backwards a lot and it was a big challenge. So that creates this problem, right? Okay, my revenue's declining and clearly Facebook ads being shut off as part of that. However, my ROAS was really bad. And because my ROAS was really bad, what do I do? Well, like that's fascinating. That's like, that's like this really interesting question because if you turn it back on, are you just going to take a worse ROAS and hope that it nets out over time and value? Like, what do you do? And on a cash basis, that could be challenging. Maybe you take, maybe you take the revenue now from Facebook because if you do that, then like at least you turn, you know, products that are sitting on your quote unquote shelf, uh, you know, depending on what your setup is, um, you turn those into um, into cash at least. But if you do that at a loss, that's a problem. And so it's a real challenge. So I was looking into this and my very first thought actually from looking at historic ROAS numbers, and this is crucial. My very first thought was like, I was totally preparing to tell this company, your Facebook spend has actually never been profitable. And I was looking at historic ROAS numbers thinking that. Um, that's what I thought. But then I dig, then I dug more and found something really interesting is that when I correlated Facebook spend with organic search revenue and paid search revenue, which is of course, you know, the number one source of revenue in both those cases is going to be sort of branded traffic. It's going to overwhelmingly um, color your total revenue there. Facebook um, organic and paid all like correlated really, really strongly together. If you're a nerd uh, and you want to know the R squared values over the, over a trailing um, 12 month uh, window, between paid social and organic search was a 0.73 and between paid social and paid search, it was a 0.57, which makes sense because paid search had a broader reach than just branded. Um, and so the, so the R squared revenue values there would make sense. So if you don't know what that means, skip it, don't worry about it, or actually go look up statistical, statistical correlations and understand what R squared means. But, um, but it makes perfect sense. So basically it was really clear that paid, paid, um, social was driving 
organic search activity and response, people looking for branded terms. Now that's not surprising at all. If you've been around Facebook for, if you've been around e-commerce for a long time, what you know is that when you start buying traffic of, of pretty much any kind, it affects all your channels. People click, they're interested in your product. They walk you know, they leave the site and then they come back and they search and they buy whatever. So not too surprising. But as we saw that drop off, we saw a, a steady decline in Facebook spend produce a steady decline in organic and paid, uh, organic and paid search spends. And ultimately that ended up um, creating significant revenue decline. Now, um, as I told you, um, they also were looking at the historical numbers on a seven day window because that's all Facebook gives you anymore. And this brings up something really important, which is that when, like, it is so hard to stare in the face of a dashboard and and look it in the eye and say the dashboard is wrong. (laughs) Because when the dashboard is giving you numbers, and this is true with every attribution tool you have, Google Analytics. If I just give you your Google Analytics revenue and report, this is the revenue that your Facebook ads caused. You spent a dollar, you got a dollar fifty back, according to Google Analytics. If that's if that's the number I give you, no matter how much you know in your mind that a dollar fifty in Google Analytics is giving you just the narrowest interpretation of the value of your spend, because Google Analytics only reports on last click revenue. Even if you know that, it's so hard to tell yourself that that's not true, right? It, that that's not a real number. That's not reflect. You know, like it's just if you say like that's not all the revenue that this is creating that your Facebook ads are creating. Uh, well then you know what, like it's very likely that if you say that, that you're going to, um, that like it, it, what, what it sounds like is that you're making up that there's magical revenue coming from somewhere else. Okay. Um, if you do the same thing with Facebook, right? Where you say like your Facebook revenue says X, but actually we think it's producing Y and because there's additional, you know, or I should say X plus plus X times 20% or whatever, or, you know, something like that. Like then it's, then it's. Um, it just sounds made up, but the truth is I ran a lot of accounts before Facebook, before Facebook stopped being able to show you a 28 day click window and their, the revenue growth from day 28 to, or from day seven to day 28 on a click window is real. <laughs> like, like for every account I've ever run, it's real. And so, you know, that Facebook is shorting the value of your spend. It's just really hard to start at the dashboard and believe that. And what's more, 28 days is a pretty arbitrary cutoff date. Actually, there's more value coming after that as well. You can look at any time lag report in Google and and go look and see that how long it takes somebody to make a purchase. And like 90 days, if, if you just stretch that to 90 days, you'll see a significant amount of traffic, you know, whether it's five or 10% or whatever, but that's real, that's, that's real um, that is coming farther than just that 28 day window. For whatever reason, no matter the product, especially if you get to higher AOVs, there is a consideration cycle to consider. All right, so, so there's that. So, I start digging into this business and he, and this is the thing that's so interesting. What I know from the data uh, newsletter that we put out every week at Facebook, or excuse me, at, at CTC, um, is that, that Facebook spend is declining, is declining year over year. Brands are pulling back. They're all seeing the ROAS, the dashboard saying the ROAS is X and they're going like the performance isn't as good. We're going to invest less. Okay. They're all doing that. Everybody is doing that. Uh, not, not everybody, of course, but like many, many brands are doing that. And especially over the last, say, three months, year over year, like it is significant. It is significant how, where the pullback is. Um, so brands are pulling back their spend year over year. Now, the interesting thing about that is they are responding to the data given to them. What, what my suggestion is from this uh, story is that 
perhaps that is the wrong decision because what you actually might have there is a signal loss problem, like a data reporting problem, not a performance problem. Because here's what happened. For this client, uh, for this brand that I was doing this expert strategy work for, I pulled um, from May 2020 to April 2022, so a two-year window, I pulled the relationship between their Google Analytics ROAS and their Facebook ROAS. So essentially... Um, if Google Analytics said that you returned a 1.2, what did Facebook say you returned? And over the, uh, about, um, over basically the year from May, 2020 to April, 2021, over essentially that time period, Facebook reported like 180% of the revenue of Google Analytics. And that's on a seven day click one day view window, which means probably a true Facebook ROAS would get you to about double uh, uh, double the value that Google Analytics produces. So what I'm saying is, uh, let's just keep the numbers really easy. Um, if Google Analytics was telling this uh, this brand that that uh, they were getting a one to one return, Facebook would have said you're getting a two to one return. And Facebook represents more accurately the total value of that spend. And as it turns out, Facebook uh, was, like I said, almost um, was right around for a lot of this. On a seven-day window under a three ROAS, which is their target, and on a on a twenty-eight-day window, we can presume with a little bit of additional growth that it was right around that three target that they needed, just just around double the Google Analytics ROAS they had. So, um, so there's a so the point is there's a massive gap, and it's a little hard to see this. Um, and you know what I'll try and do? I'll try and get the graph that I pulled um, into the show notes here. Let me just make see if I can do that so you can see what I'm describing. Um, but there's a, there's a, the point is there's a very large gap between Google Analytics reported ROAS and Facebook reported ROAS. And I believe Facebook ROAS is telling you something much more accurate there than Google Analytics is, okay? Now, here's the thing that's so interesting. As soon as iOS 14 comes, all the ROAS numbers go down. So April 2021, uh, really like May 2021, the first for, sort of form, full month of it, through, mm, let's see, let's look at it, like, uh, about August 2021, um, ROAS on both platforms declined significantly. And that's not surprising, right? Those first few months, Facebook definitely performed worse than it had before. And that's reflected on the Facebook number and the Google Analytics number. Um, now, that said, the Facebook number started coming much closer to the Google Analytics number. That is, Facebook was reporting less of the conversions that it was driving relative to Google Analytics. We know that. I, I can just tell you for sure there wasn't suddenly some weird change of behavior from customers. Like if we just assume that um, as a baseline heuristic, right, uh, that, that uh, Facebook was actually about twice as valuable as Google Analytics says, as Google Analytics says, it's a hard word to say. Um, and all of a sudden, Facebook starts reporting that it's actually only one and a half times as valuable as Google Analytics says. If that's, if that's what's happening, then we can reasonably assume that Facebook, especially when we know signal loss was happening, that Facebook was not, um, was not yet modeling the total number of conversions that it was seeing and that signal loss was still a reality in the platform, well, then we can say for certain that Facebook was under-reporting the true value it was creating. And that meant that suddenly, people at this brand are looking at a dashboard that's saying, you're only getting a one and a half to one on your, on your return, and it was wrong. It was wrong. It, they were actually doing better than one and a half to one and a half to one, and it was really hard to see that in the data. 
Um, and they're just sitting there banging their heads against the wall, I'm sure, going like, why can't we get a better return? Now, here's the other fascinating thing. From there, from September through December, Google Analytics says that they, they started having some of their best performance of all time, this brand did. But the lines actually got closer together. The reporting actually got closer together so that like, for example, uh, in, in uh, September 2021, um, Google Analytics says this brand performed at like a 1.2 ROAS. Facebook says like a 1.5. In October, it, um, Google Analytics said they were at like a 1.9 and Facebook says 2.2. I mean, they're, the numbers are very, very close together. December. December says Google Analytics 1.6. Facebook 1.7. Instead of, instead of what you'd expect, which would be if you see a 1.6 in Google Analytics, you'd see a 3.2. I hope I'm making sense. And the reason this is so important is that Google Analytics never had any signal loss. Google Analytics is based on UTM parameters. And so that... It just works. In fact, if there's any signal, like, yeah, there may be some signal loss there, but it's much more consistent. And so actually by Google Analytics, October of 2021 was the best um, Facebook return that this this company had seen in like at least a year and a half. I didn't go back farther, but maybe ever. Like they had, they had, they had killed it. Um, and their revenue uh, showed pretty good numbers over that time period. In fact, in fact, their revenue did really well, but... Facebook uh, still showed that it was actually pretty poor performance. And so that's really hard to, to figure out what's happening in real time there, okay? Um, then in December, they had their second best month ever, including um, relative to previous holidays, uh, particularly um, the, the previous year, December 2021. So again, performance... Um, according to Google Analytics, it was um, it was really really good, but Facebook showed them they had a very 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 bad December, and so again in this case, even though their revenue itself looked decent though not amazing, it looked it looked it looked pretty good. Uh, November was actually excellent for this brand, um, but though the revenue looked pretty good, it was it, the 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 feedback they were getting in platform was really bad. And after the second best month that I that I have seen in their history, certainly they had had in a couple of years they shut off their ad spend completely. They shut it off. And, it, and they had just been, like, so far as I can tell, killing it on their spend. They'd been doing awesome, but the number told them the wrong thing and they, they, they had shut it off. Now, I believe that Facebook's modeling is getting much better and that now um, what Facebook tells you is much closer to accurate, at least on a seven-day window, than it was before. That doesn't account for delayed attribution on a 28-day window. So I hope you're following what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, this brand did what all these brands did, which, what so many brands did, which is they pulled back their spend drastically. And actually, that might have cost them like a million dollars ultimately by by pulling the spend back. Like it was like a big deal um, that that this happened. And um, and that's just in the short term. Like that's to say nothing about the LTV value, which is significant on these customers. Um, you know, look, I'm not picking on this brand for one second. I think it is incredibly hard, like I said, to stare in the face of a dashboard and, and do something different than it tells you. Um, it's, 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 you know, you want to be careful about not spending bad money. Um, and, and that's a really good concern. But it's just remarkable to me how poorly, um, how, or like, like how much the data was unhelpful to them 
Um, and by the way, in Statless, there's actually an impact report. We call it, it's called the it's it's called the iOS 14 impact report, where you can actually just see this over time in one place because we've seen this problem in some other places. So um, I checked this there too, and you can see that data there too. So it, it's just um, we're, we're trying to stay on top of this as much as we can for our clients at CTC as much as anybody else. So, um, so my point really here is. Do the work you need to do to dig in and check this. Check this for yourself. I hope you have some way of, of tracking your Facebook performance in Google Analytics. I hope your historical data is correct. This is another argument for data integrity. Like tag, UTM, tag your Facebook links. Please, please, please. If you haven't done that, start doing it now. Um, make sure your pixel is as accurate as it can be. You know, set up CAPI, Conversions API. So like do everything you need to do to make sure to get as much data as you possibly can because these um, situations can be so sticky. Um, and so, so my suggestion for you is to go do that, check what you have, know what you have, and make as, as sure, um, make as certain as possible that uh, all of this is telling you the right thing and that you're actually reading the dashboards in front of you the right ways. Uh, if you're not, it can be really challenging. And in the midst of all of that, always check it finally against revenue, especially new customer revenue. Um, as much as you can, use that as the ultimate source of truth because that never lies. The money in your bank account never lies. That's telling you what's actually happening um, in your business. And so that's the final check on everything you're doing. So it's possible that you've been in the same situation, that you pulled back spend when actually your spend was doing better than you thought, especially over the last six months. And, and I th again, I think Facebook is getting better here. They certainly say they are. And I've seen some evidence of that. But um, my suggestion is go dig into those numbers Figure out what's happening there and see maybe, maybe, just maybe, your spend is actually doing much better than you thought. You just weren't hearing about it um, or you just weren't learning about it the right way because Facebook was, you know, lying to you, so to speak. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. As always, I hope that was clear. I know I didn't, you didn't have the charts in front of you. Um, I'm getting a couple of those in the show notes. So hopefully you can see those, see what I'm referring to. Um, so check the show notes for those. And then um, if you are interested in a few of the things I mentioned, I want to, I want to call them out. Statless, that software, um, our e-commerce data platform is really unbelievable. Go give that a look. Statless.io. There's a link to that in the show notes as well. Um, expert strategy, the whole project that I took on for that client, um, is something I didn't, I didn't, as I started talking about it, I realized maybe somebody would be interested in that. Um, I don't know, uh, you know, that I've ever mentioned that on the show before, but, um, but if you are interested in that, um, you know, happy to talk. So go, go also to the show notes. There's a link to a page where you can go learn a little bit more about that program at CTC and see if it's something that would be of any interest to you. And the data newsletter, which is showing, uh, updated every week, it's 220 e-commerce stores reflecting, I think $5 billion in, in revenue across them, all kinds of sizes. Um, just, uh, just, uh, you can get that. It's really cool. It's updated every week. That's what, that's what's showing the year over year spend decrease. Go get that too. That's in um, the show notes also. There's a link to going and seeing that. Go check that out. It's free. It's delivered update every week. Um, otherwise, as always, reach out to me on Twitter at Andrew J. Ferris. Rate and review. That really helps. All the usual stuff. Thanks so much for listening. Hope everything's great with you. See you next week.